Welcome to episode 167, part two of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Hey, that kind of flew pretty well, that intro. <laughs> yes. I'm getting, I'm getting better at this. Only took us 167 episodes. <laughs> practice, practice, practice. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, here in part two, um, we give you the Blu-ray and DVD releases for the week of October 8th. October 8th, <laughs> December 8th. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's good up somewhere. <laughs> End scene. <laughs> December 8th, 2015. <laughs> here in the United States of America. I don't know if it's the same all around the country, but uh, at least it's what's, coming, what's happening here. Yeah. So, uh, and we also talk some video games, and we talk some TV talks, movie talk, you know, with some of the releases that are coming out. I give, I, I rehash my traumatic experience with uh, the Marvel movies. Yes. At least their box sets. <laughs> um, we also give the little X-Files talk. You were going, fucking idiots. <laughs> If they were a real show, they actually had the, the tune lined up. <laughs> Instead of making noises with their mouth. Yeah, so uh, there you have it, folks. Uh, sit back, relax, and uh, we'll see you at the end. Yeah. And we're back. You're listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. All right, Ed. It is time for releases of the week. Woohoo! What are we coming in? What's going up this week, Ed? We got some. We got some good ones this week. Uh, of course, Ant Man Two or Ant Man's coming out. Sorry, Ant Man Two. Two. <laughs> Whenever we go into the future, uh, it's a two disc set uh, with 3D and Blu-ray combo pack. It's coming out, so uh, look forward to that. I've got mine pre-ordered. The Steel Book from Best Buy. All right. Uh, then, of course, we have the Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase Two Collection. I need to talk about. <laughs> All right. Okay. Again, tell them, tell them what, what's, what it is. <clears throat> okay, well, it comes with, of course, Iron Man 3, Thor, The Dark World, Captain America, Winter Soldier, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Age, Avengers Age of Ultron, and, of course, Ant-Man. And an exclusive bonus content disc. Uh, Yeah. All and right. it comes but with a prop replica of the Morag Orb and more. Right, the Morag Orb is what was in Guardians of the Galaxy. I have a picture of it up on screen now. Yes. Um, okay, I've been burned before, Ed. Yes. We've talked about the Phase One briefcase that mm-hmm. I've had and I've shown on, you know, I've shown you and we've talked about it. Yeah. And, and what a disappointment that was. <laughs> yes. Major, major, major disappointment. disappointment. Now here's. The second phase. Yes. And I'm looking at it. You got one, two, three. You got six movies, right? Yeah. Um, I think, again, it's going to be one of those things where it's like, okay, Guardians of the Galaxy was like two discs. Movie, bonus features, 3D. So technically three, day, three mm-hmm. discs. I think there's only coming with the movie and the 3D movie. Okay. Now, there's a third disc, which has that, that picture where it has Thanos on it. Yes. That... Uh, I think it is the bonus disc. Now, that bonus disc Harold says it has 166 minutes of bonus stuff. Yeah. Now, is it the stuff from the original? The uh, Is it the stuff from the all the collection of all the movies? Right. Or is it its own stuff? Yes. Like, I, that's my curious. I'm curious. Because uh, it, look, it looks gorgeous. 
Mm-hmm. But again, it's a picture. Like they have the orb. I saw an unpacking of it, and the orb splits apart. Yeah. But the the gem is is separate. Okay. Like you actually have to put the gem in the in the socket and pop it in, and it sits in its little stand. Now I don't know. <clears throat> From the size of the replica, I don't know if all these movies will fit in that base. I'm looking, and I see a line there, yeah, but I don't know if that line is like a drawer or not. You know, it's, or it might just pop open, like like lift well, up. Well, it doesn't because like, like this orb itself, yeah, actually can be taken off of the base. Right, so but I'm you, saying the, like the top half of the base might lift off, and that's where the movies will sit maybe, into. Maybe, maybe, but in this boxing video, there's a whole bunch of um, tchotchkes, like yeah. I'd call them. Uh, it looks like <clears throat> there's like these little like glass coasters of like Thor symbols. Yeah. Like when they get teleported in, there it looks like a Russian file possibly. There is also um, a name tag from uh, Iron Man three where it's you know my name, which is basically what Tony Stark wore at that um, gala affair. Yeah. And it's like little things like that, which again, in and of itself, is kind of cool and kind of great. And you know, this whole box that looks pretty. But I'm also a little skeptical about buying it <laughs> because I've been burned. I've been hurt before in the past, Ed. Yes. It's $185 on Blu-ray. That's a big. Uh, and uh, the Marble Phase 1 is is going for 200 by the way. Okay. But I'm just like, I, I, I've, been, I've been burned before, Ed. And again, I have um, come this Tuesday, I will have all these movies. Yes. Except for the bonus disc. You know what a sucker I am for bonus material. That's right. So a part of me is just like I might need to. Have to I might have, to, might have to buy it. Might. Yeah. But a part of me is like, there's that little part of me going, dude, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yes. So I might have to wait a little while and see what is on. Like I'll look at reviews and see what actually is on that disc before I actually make a or see what's on all the discs right. before I make that leap into shelling out that money well let's let's remind people of the phase one collection a little bit you know why why you're you're skeptical about purchasing the phase two collection well okay um well first phase one was supposed to be this um uh, a briefcase yeah in that briefcase was a tesseract yes now that tesseract was supposed to light up and there was also a shield symbol on the thing that also light lit yeah up. yes and on the inside there was uh uh let's see I'm going to say The Avengers, Captain America, The Incredible Hulk, Iron Man, Iron Man 2, and Thor. Right. And then their shield, the, the extra bonus disc was called the Shield, the Initiative. Right. Um, and it was had like dossier on all the Avengers. Right. Now, again, I have a picture of, of the briefcase. Yes. The briefcase looked awesome. Right. And I pre-ordered it. Yes. And then during the course of that pre-order, it, there was a, um, a a lawsuit. Yes, the people that see, I'm just laughing because I remember the see the like Sean's one of those kind of people that likes to talk about it, and he was like kind of rubbing it in my face, like he's going to buy this thing, he's going to have this nice briefcase, he's going to carry like he was going <laughs> to handcuff it to himself, right? So that way, like he looks all professional, yeah. he walks in with this briefcase, it's going to be this standard size briefcase that when you got. With with all these files and this tesseract, right now at the time, that's how they were promoting it. Yes. Well, the people who actually make the briefcase, because it was actually based off of a company out in Germany that actually makes his briefcase. Yes. Or at least the style of it. That that and the, the, you saw the briefcase in Iron Man Two. 
It was held by, you know, um, uh, we call it Nick Fury. Yeah. It was pretty featured prominently as as far as the style of briefcase. Yeah, so that's what you were thinking you were getting. That's what I was thinking I was getting. But yes. then the people who make the the briefcase were like, "You guys didn't have the rights to make any kind of replica of that briefcase for anything." Mm-hmm. So then all of a sudden Disney was like, "Oh, you know what? Then we will postpone this this set to a later date." Yeah, and eventually when it did came in. That briefcase now became the size of maybe a lunch, a lunch, what do you call it? A lunchbox. And it was cheap plastic. And the Tesseract was inside, but the circuit board that you see here in the picture was nowhere near as cool looking. Yes. And the idea is that you're supposed to be able to pick up the Tesseract and you're supposed to light up. Well, in order to get it to light up, you had to tap it. Yeah. And tap is a loose interpretation. Because I actually had to bang this thing a few times with the palm of my hand that, to a point where my, my hand was hurting yeah. before it lit up. <laughs> and then, on top of that... I remember there was a point you even banged it on the table because you couldn't get it right. to light up with your hand. <laughs> then, of course, the, the lit tesseract is what lights up the shield symbol on the case. Yes. I was like, that. they never said that. I thought it was going to be its own independent light. Yes. Okay, my bad. You know... But I'm like, okay, you know what? The case sucks. Let's see what's in the. Let's see what the content of the movies are. Yeah, I have again all those movies separately on Blu-ray. Yes, like Iron Man. When you open, you take a you. The, the they have these nice little slip cover um, artwork for yeah. each movie, and like you, you pull out Iron Man, and Iron Man says disc one, <laughs> meaning that there should be a disc two somewhere. There is no disc two. In fact. My disc two and disc one is in my Iron Man Blu-ray set. Exactly right. <laughs> so they completely got rid of all the speech special features specifically for Iron Man and for Thor. Any any movie that had like a separate special features disc, they didn't put in the set. Yes. And then on top of that, there was when this move when Avengers came out, they had this big long movie marathon. Of all these movies together that led into the Avengers. Right. And in between each movie, they had Agent Coulson come out and go, Tony Stark, a man who's this, this playboy, philanthropist, superhero. Ladies and gentlemen, I now want to introduce you, Iron Man 2, kind of thing, right? Yeah. These little vignettes. Well, all those vignettes are there, but they're all on this special disc. The bonus disc. The bonus disc. And that bonus disc was probably the chintziest bonus disc ever. Because it had that, and it had maybe like a handful of things, like like stuff that, okay, sure, were not on the other stuff, but it wasn't worth the $200 that, you know, like I think I paid it was like maybe like 150 at the time. Yeah. Maybe. I don't even remember now at this point. <laughs> but I was so disappointed. <laughs> and the, what do you call it, the files? Like if you look at the picture, they have the... Um, the they look they look like full-size files, like, like a, a standard 8.5 by 11... Like a, a piece of paper would fit into this folder. Right. Now, those folders fit in the upper part of the case. Yes. Right behind this like, little latch thing. So even if you had the ter- Tesseract lit and the file is in place, when you close the lid of the briefcase, the symbol doesn't, light, doesn't up. light up. So you would need to have that shit out of the case, then close it to have it lit up. Kind of defeats the purpose of having the symbol light up. Yeah. If it's not going to have its own independent light source. Yeah. Boy, was I sorely disappointed. 
I felt hurt and betrayed. Yes. And I think back then I was like, you know what? I don't care what you do for phase two. I'm not buying it. I, <laughs> That's <now>. right. <laughs> That's right. Because I was so angry at this going, like, you know what? Fuck you, Marvel. You're not getting... Screw you, Disney. You know no more of my money. I will buy the movies individually if I enjoy them, because I do. Bonus stuff, fine. It's great and all. Never doing it again, because you, you burn me once, I'm done. Yeah. Then I see this, and I'm like, that's kind of pretty cool. <laughs> but there's the part of me in the back of my head going, don't you do it. Don't, don't you do it. Don't you. No, no. No, you don't. I got no place. I'll go. <laughs> I, I am so uh, well, so uh, we'll see that next year sometime. Uh, we'll review the uh, phase two <laughs> collection. Sean picks it, it up. It'll seriously. It. I wonder. I'm looking here now at the um, at the information on the like. I'm looking to see if they say contents. It just says Iron Man three, Dark World, Captain America: Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers: Age of Ultron, Ant Man exclusive bonus content disc. Yeah. What's on that disc? <laughs> I do know it's 166 minutes. minutes. All right. You know what? That's great and all, but what is it? Is it like they decided to go, oh, we got screwed. They, we, got, we fucked up so bad on the first one. Here's all the bonus features on all the discs on this one disc. All right. Mm, if I don't think so because it's 166 minutes. So how many, how many hours is that? So I'm not even three hours. It's not even three hours. But again, a lot of the stuff on the bonus feature discs, like on Age of Ultron, not really. It's it's not. I don't remember it being a two disc thing, mm. or maybe it was. But all the vignettes and stuff, uh, the features may have been like forty five minutes at most. Right. All right. You know what? The gag reel is usually like two minutes. You know, it's all that kind of stuff. I'm just like, uh, I really am going to have to kind of have somebody be foolish enough to buy, buy it, it and then write a full review on it to kind of go what's on this hundred sixty six minute disc. Yes. Because if it's all the bonus features from the other movies. I, I might have to pass, and if it's that whole like I didn't know, I, we do know they did another major move, a marathon leading up to Avengers two, yes, which was of course was all the movies, including the stuff from Phase one. <laughs> so it could be it could be vignettes from all well, it, it, all but, twelve, all thirteen, maybe movies or whatever. Maybe. Like in my head, I would, movies, yeah. I would say like why not recreate the moment where like maybe they, I think they also did just a phase two marathon. Yeah. Like why not recreate that moment in the theaters and say, hey, you know what, here here it is, this movie, and at the end you have your button, and then you know, when you start up the second disc, it's like, ladies and gentlemen, Thor two. Like that kind of like right. like make you so I can do a movie marathon and not go, Okay guys, it's time for you know, um Captain America Winter Soldiers, let me grab this disc. Fast forward to the part where he's there, and then he says it, and then pause that, and then take it out, and put the other. It's like, why not just have a nice free flow? So yeah. I don't think they're going to do it that way. I think it's going to be one of those, like, hey, here's... here's. Let's put it out to the audience. If somebody has somebody has pre-ordered this or is going to purchase this and going to post a review on YouTube, let us know, and we'll share it on our Peekster's page, and uh, we'll talk about it. Here you go. Give uh, you full credit. Yeah, I'm looking. Uh, top secret bonus disc and more. Like that's like someone has uh, what it looks like on the case. Yeah, and again, it looks great. It, it looks awesome, uh, but I'm like, it's a 13 disc, six movie collection. So what I'm probably going to do is I'm going to go home and I'm going to count how many discs are already in my collection. Yeah, on individually, because you figure the 13 discs. Obviously, it's going to be two of each one. So two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. Yeah, 
if it's two discs of each movie, Blu-ray and 3D, and then that 13 disc is the super secret one. Yeah. So there's your 13 discs. But then, yeah, like I'm looking here, contents include uh, Iron Man 3, Blu-ray and Blu-ray 3D. It's Blu-ray and 3D for all of them, digital copies, plus the top secret bonus disc, which, what is it? And it looks like they do fit in that, that slot right there. Okay. So there is a, a spot for them. But, ugh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel... I feel, feel slighted? I, yeah. All right, well, let's move on. All right, what else you got? Uh, okay, we got... Well, Minions is coming out this Tuesday as well. I'm picking that up, too. That was a funny movie. It was great. I, I did see it seen in the theater. It was, uh, it, it, it was a great prequel to the... Uh, um, Despicable Me Despicable, movies. That's right. Despicable Me movies. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, Transporter Refueled is coming out this Tuesday. <sighs> okay. Uh, that kind of came and went. Wasn't it supposed to be in the theaters in August? <laughs> I think so. So not even three months? Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. What else? Uh, we also have FX2 coming out on Blu-ray. No way. No way. <laughs> Which is funny because Sean mentioned this. Was it Thursday? We were talking about FX and FX two, or last Sunday it was. It, it, no, no, it was it was this past Thursday because we were talking, and I mentioned um, about movie theaters. And very rarely have I ever walked out of a movie theater. Mm-hmm. And when F the first FX came, I'll, I'll retell the story for the people at home. Um, I was I was dating this girl. Mm-hmm. We went to the movie theaters to go see FX. We right. walked to the movie theater because I was like sixteen. I think it was sixteen, fifteen, maybe seventeen at the latest. Yeah. Probably 16, because I maybe wasn't driving officially. Mm. We go to this movie, and as what any normal teenage couple does in the 80s when they go to the movies, is they sit in the back and they make out. Yeah. Could care less what the movie was about. We were so involved in making out that when we watched the movie, we had no idea what was going on, and the me, we both, we actually wound up leaving. Yeah. Because we thought the movie sucked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So then we walk home, and then we you know we finish out the rest of our weekend. Months later, months and months later. Now this is back when VHSs were big. Yes, I rented FX. I wasn't dating this girl anymore, and the movie came out. And I'm like, you know what? It's kind of a, a, this movie's gonna be a double edged sword because one, I heard the movie sucked, but let me give it an official watch because I, I don't remember. I don't remember much of the movie. Don't yeah. remember, you know, because again, I was too busy sucking face with my girlfriend at the time. Watched the movie, fell in love with it. I was like, oh my God, this movie is fucking awesome. <laughs> now this movie is tainted to me because of the stench of that ex-girlfriend. <laughs> you know, obviously I'm not with her anymore. Yeah. And we never had a really, we had a tumultuous relationship at best. <laughs> so it's always good, like, hey, that movie's awesome. Oh, but there's that stink of walking out of it, you mm-hmm. know, because I was making out with a girl who wound up never had, never amounting to anything more than just what she was at that time. All right. So I'm just like, uh, but then I mentioned, I was like, they made a sequel. I was like, uh, which I don't think did well. And then you mentioned they made a TV show. Yes. So please, there's a TV show coming out on DVD this week? No. Too? no. <laughs> so I thought it was kind of really weird that one of those things where the universe kind of goes, psst, Because the other day I saw it in the, I saw it at the, uh, Movie Stop, the yeah. first one. And it was cheap. And I was saying, I'll buy it. But I was like, I don't know if the movie holds up. And I, like, I don't know. All right. 
And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, now I have two. So I'm like, wow, the universe is kind of laughing at me. Going, <laughs> 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 all right, what else you got? Remo Williams, The Adventure Begins is coming out on DVD. The Adventure Begins? I thought it was The Adventure Continues. Was it no, a- it was Adventure Begins. It was a, it's actually it's a book series called The Ninja, and it's about the story about Remo Williams. And yes, they, I, I actually read some of those books. Right, and the uh, guy, uh, actor Fred Ward played Remo in the movie. And I, I, when I was a kid, this was one of my favorite movies when I when I was growing up because it was like we first got a VCR, and then like uh, people would give us copies of movies. Right, this like one, yeah, and it's, this is one of the ones that they copied for us, and we watched it like a thousand times. It was you know, and it, I mean, you, you look at it now, and you go, really like that? And I was like, I was a little kid. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, so. I mean, I remember enjoying it. I don't know if I was like a woo. I remember. I remember the big foot on top of uh, um, what do you call it, Statue of Liberty, you... and it was during the time when the Statue of Liberty was getting a facelift. Right. So there was all this scaffolding around. Right, because the torch was getting rebuilt because it, it was uh, there was a problem with it and they had to get it fixed. And right. They were, and they, it was like the mid '80s when that was happening, so they filmed it during that time. <laughs> So that scaffolding around it. It was like <sighs> one of those events that, like, unless you kind of live through it, it's kind of weird to see, you know, like, like, because like, I did see Remo actually, like, a couple of months ago, it was on, like, cable, Dick Deep Cable, and I watched it. I'm like, holy smokes. Like, <laughs> I, I forgot all about that scaffolding. Yeah, you know, because like a, it was, like, her 100th anniversary, um, and they were giving her a facelift. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a big deal. And it was like, it took like years. I mean, it wasn't like, yeah. you know, like a weekend or a week or whatever. I mean, it took like a long time for them to uh, redo the whole thing. And it was, it took a lot, a lot. And it was just a major undertaking. I remembered. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, what else you got coming out? The Garbage Pale Kids Movies Collector's <laughs> Edition is coming out on Blu-ray. The fact that there's a collector's edition <laughs> that makes me chuckle. <laughs> I, okay. I don't. I think I ever saw this movie, but I remember my sister loved collecting these cards. Yeah, like, that's that was the big thing. Was the cat was like a, a knockoff of the uh, 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 Cabbage Patch Kids. Yeah, and they, it was the same art artist that the, did the the Garbage Pail Kids, and it was a big deal to go into your local comic book shop and buy these cards and get all these weird characters and trade them amongst your friends at school back in the eighties. Yeah, so, <laughs> so now you can relive it, kids, in the movies. Uh, Crown, Count Dracula, the Blu-ray edition's coming out. This is the one with Christopher Lee as Count Dracula. Oh, okay. So, I gotcha. Uh, Hannibal Season 3 is coming out on Blu-ray and digital, DV, uh, digital HD. The last season? Yes. Because the show got canceled after this? Yes. Um, okay. I got nothing. I couldn't get into the show. A lot of people loved it. And, like, I, for some reason, just couldn't... My dad and I could never get into this show. Because mm-hmm. we're huge fans of, obviously, the the movies. And we, we all be, both read the books and all. So when we're watching the TV show and something that wasn't part of the mythos that we've already known, mm-hmm. my dad and I would kind of be like, well, that didn't happen. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, come on. Yeah. Like, there was... Like, I was so annoyed with most of the season, like, the most couple, first few episodes that we just stopped watching it. And then by the end, by the end, like towards the third, Dad would watch it every once in a while, uh-huh. just to kind of see if it was as bad as he remembered it. Yeah. Or again, like me, hearing how great it is and how everyone loves it, goes back to trying to give it. Okay, well maybe I'll give it another try since I know it's not what I'm used to. Right. But he can never do it. And then towards the end of the third season, um, they they started doing the what was basically called the the Manhunter movie or the um the the Red Dragon storyline. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, okay, all right, you know, 
and obviously, I think it was just a quick grab for them to try to save the show by going, well, okay, the show's stinking, so let's throw in stuff that everyone remembers yeah. and try to build off of that, and it just didn't work because everyone's going to go, and look, you've already lost me so long ago that... Yeah, it's hard to get back. Pulling me back in ain't going to work. Right. You know? So, all right, what else you got? The X-Files collector set is coming out on Blu-ray. Oh, yeah! All nine seasons are coming out as one package. Or now, though, you can also buy them individually. So if you don't want to buy... The whole set, you can buy each individual set season on Blu-ray. I can tell you, I like how they have the X's and all the on the box art. Like, look at that; it's all like part of the background. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'll get more into detail next week because I have the whole box set coming to me. Oh, okay. Yeah, back when uh, the New York Comic Con came along, Fox Connect had a deal where you can buy the whole box set for $150. Nice. And it's actually now going retail for $300, so it was like half price. And I remember going, Dad, we need to get this. And he's like, well, do you think it's going to go down in price around Christmas time? I was like, no, this is a weekend only kind of, if anything, it'll double in price by the holidays because people are going to want to get it. Mm-hmm. So we pre-ordered it, and we got it coming this week. So I'll, And there's also a space because they're doing the TV show. Right, they're doing a... a uh... Mini season or yeah, like a six episode mini season on Fox coming up starting in January. I think yes. it is. There's room in this box set for that DVD Blu-ray when it comes out. So it's like if to me this will be the the only thing it doesn't have are the two movies. Yeah, which kind of pisses me off a little bit because okay, I get it. It's a TV. Maybe the movies are separate, or maybe we'll see a a re-release of the movies. I kind of was hoping that it would be like in kind of chronological order where you would have the first like five episodes, five, first five seasons, and then the movie, and then the next ep- seasons, and then this new retrospect kind of back. Yeah. But bigger, bigger's game to choose is kind exactly. of Exactly. I, 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 I'm excited to see it because it's first time on Blu-ray, digitally remastered. It's going to be all pretty looking. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> and of course, I now just started season 10 of Supernatural. So I have, oh, I don't know, less than a week to get through all those episodes before yeah. this one comes in, before I start going, hey, hey welcome to Geeksters. <laughs> I want to believe, Ed. I want to believe. I still believe, Ed. All right, what else uh, you got? The Merv Griffin Show, the best of the 60s. Then there's the Merv Griffin Show, the best of the 70s. And the Merv Griffin Show, the best of the 80s. Oh. <laughs> Everyone's going, dude, what are you complaining about? You know, you got a show that's already 20 years old. You're looking forward to watching. That's different, man. It's, it's Merv. It's, uh, uh, yeah. All right. Well, Merv Griffin's one of those, one of those uh, interviewers that was just, he was kind of like the, to me, like the first trash kind of, uh, you know, like, 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 oh. like, like the beginning of the Jerry Springers and the Ricky Lakes and the, okay. you know, those kind of daytime talk show people because, he would have serious guests, and then after a while, I was like, "We're running out of serious guests, so we're gonna get like you know, like the most hated man in America, you know, like you know, <laughs> you know, he's like believes in communism, so they'll have him on the show, or some woman that you know believes that you know, uh, you know, equal rights is not true, or blah blah blah, you know, like stuff like that. Like he would have these people on, and he would he would play like the silent, like just kind of like deadpan, you know." Like he wouldn't be really involved. He's just like, yeah, I brought this guest. Now the the audience is going to hate this person, and that was kind of like the beginning of that of that kind of you know, error of the, of television of what we know today. Okay. Yeah, so, 
That's why I brought it up. Okay, fair enough. Uh, the next one is uh, CPO Sharky, the best of season ones coming out on DVD. CPO Sharky? Yeah, that is uh, Don Rickles' first show back in the 70s. Wow, okay. Yeah, so uh, I thought it'd be funny to bring that in. All right, all right. Uh, the Wild Thornberries, the complete series. Anybody who's a Wild Thornberries fan can now catch every episode in one complete box set. Okay, all right. And that is all I have for TVs and movies. Uh, I have a pick of the week. All right, what is it? Family Guy season thirteen. Oh, that's coming out. I missed that. Damn it. That's all right, dude. That's fine. That's why I'm I can, actually got to pick it up because I'm so, I'm so far behind. <laughs> Family Guy. I haven't seen a, an episode I, in a long time. Again, it's Other one than of those... the reruns that I catch on Cartoon Network. Right, but every season, it's again one of those shows where I don't really get to watch. I don't get to catch them live. Yeah, and I don't DVR them either. But it seems to be like every time it comes out on DVD, and I've only seen them come out on DVD. So it's always like a little cheaper. So I just go out and get the season. Yeah. Like last season was a big controversial season because that's the year, this time last year, they killed off Brian. Yeah. And they killed him off for a few episodes. Yeah. And then they brought him back. Back, yeah. But again, it was like, I remember being so distraught that they killed Brian. I was like, oh my God, you got to be kidding. They killed off Brian? Of course, there was this whole big like moral lesson of appreciate what you have. Right. Because at any moment it can be gone kind of thing. Yeah. Everyone's like... I don't know if you're serious or you're just making up for it. <laughs> <coughs> so I, I mean, uh, yeah, I, that's definitely get that gets bought and thrown into the yeah thrown I, in the collection. You gotta catch up now. Yeah, I gotta now. Thank you for telling me that. Now I got you're very you're very welcome. I didn't even see that on the on the on the board here. That's all right. All the site of all the stuff, and yeah. So that anything else you like to add? Uh, um, no, nah, not really. It looks like you kind of everything's kind of covered. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I can't. Oh, actually, there is one more movie called Knock Knock coming out. All right, it's with Christopher uh, Christopher Reeves. Wow, Keanu uh, Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Yeah, and it's a story about a man who apparently gets taken hostage and used as a sex slave by two women. <laughs> All right, now it's a fantasy movie. Uh, here's the tra- <laughs> here's the trailer. <laughs> All right, so I don't know how well this. Let's see if there's an ad, okay. There's an ad, so I'm gonna skip the ad. Now I've never seen the trailer, right. so I don't know. Yeah, I never really heard this movie until. This. All right, so let's see what this movie's about. This is Knock Knock official trailer number one. Oh, look a nice quiet place. Suburbia somewhere. He's married. He's got kids. Oh, Daddy's home alone. Oh, a cold, dark, rainy night. But there's a knock on the door. And him with the dog again. Yes? Oh, we're so sorry to bother you, sir, but my phone got wet and she left hers at her house. Oh, I'm sorry. But if you want, you can come in and use my phone. Yeah. You're a lifesaver. Not everyone would let strangers into their houses. You don't look that dangerous. I'm not so sure. Could we maybe throw a clothes in your dryer just for like 10 minutes? Sure. How long have you and your wife been together? 14 years. Being with one person your whole life is going against nature. Well, when you love someone. Come on, Evan. Buckle your seatbelts. We may be encountering some turbulence. Guys, I have your clothes. They're pretty much dry. Surprise. Oh, stop, stop, stop. I can't do this. I'm married. Yes, you can. Oh, threesome. He wakes up. I thought you guys left. I don't need you breakfast. I'm not hungry. 
I can forget this happened. I made a mistake. Go. I'm calling the police. <laughs> Uh oh. Oh, okay. right there. Cheating Evan. Cheating Evan who? Cheating eventually gets you killed. You've been a bad boy. Your family are victims of your perverted behavior. This is what happens when you break the rules, Evan. We have to punish you. I want to play hide and seek. Evan! Ready or not, here we go! You came out to me! What was I supposed to do? I'm glad we knocked on your door. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't see that. Um, <laughs> well, there's a whole scene. Like, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because the other day on um, uh, last week, I think this movie's been out, I want to say, for like a little, at least a little while. Yeah. Because someone brought it to Kevin Smith's and Ralph Garman's uh, attention on Hollywood Babylon, okay. which is um, the, usually called. Um, uh, oh my god! Exquisite acting scene. Yeah, where it's over the top acting, and Keanu Reeves has been been placed on that thing a couple times. And boy, there's some really bad overacting in this movie, which kind of makes me want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like maybe we need to kind of at least red box it and watch it one night. Give it a review. Give it a review because it looks uh, all right. Cause all right. The scene where he's like, you came on to me. Apparently, he's tied onto a chair, and he's, like, screaming, and he's like, how we ordered pizza, and you're just like, dude, what the hell? Oh, I, I, I might actually have to watch it. <laughs> All right, so that's what's out in video on Blu-ray. What's coming out in video games? Video games. Earth Defense 4, 4.1, The Shadow of New Despair by Exceed for the PS4 is coming out this Tuesday. Wow, that's a mouthful. That is a mouthful. It's a sequel to uh, Earth Defense Forces 1. <laughs> so all right uh, i it's a strategy guy it's a strategy strategy game where you're playing against uh aliens and invade your home planet anyway <laughs> move on what else is coming out uh brunswick pro bowling by alliance digital Woo! media for the xbox one whoa all right nothing like the high nothing like the high impact sport of bowling and high def for the xbox one <laughs> Just the Xbox One? That's that's it. Wow. If it's coming out for any other ones, it's not coming out this week. Wow. Talk about just, it. Just Tuesday. That's the reason why you buy the Xbox One. It's for the exclusives. That's right. You know? <laughs> like that exclusive bowling. I mean, oh, my God. I feel almost envious of like, of those Xbox One holders. I own a PS4. <laughs> yeah, so do I. I'm, I, I'm out. I, we're, I'm, we're out. We're never going to know the joys of high-def bowling. <sighs> it's, I'm going to cry now. I'm going to have to get an Xbox One. <laughs> I'm going to have to get an Xbox One and make that my first game. <laughs> it's the holiday season, so I'm going to rush right out and work at some of those deals. All right. What else you got? Earth Defense Force 2, Vaders from Planet Space by Axie for the PS Vita. Oh, wait. It's coming oh. out this Tuesday. Oh, okay. This is the Vita right. one. Yep. All right. Well, we've already covered that one. What else you got? Devil's Third by Nintendo for the Wii U. And that's coming out on 12-11-2015, which is, I think, Friday. Friday, yes. Friday. Friday. Friday Nintendo doing its Friday release again. Um, This one is uh, your Russian guy covered in tattoos. Um, There is a war that basically has destroyed anything electronic. So you're trying to win the day. And you're packed with guns and knives. And you're all tatted up. What are you reading, Ned? 
Yeah, it's pretty much it. <laughs> like, yeah, because I've had the trailer playing on a loop at my job. <laughs> Ivan, the, a brutal ex-mercenary, and survive his all-out war on vengeance for a guitar. For a guitar. That's what it says. Uh, all right. I, again, it's 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 for Nintendo. So I mean, but it, but how we talk about them, they need more adult kind of content. Yeah, not adult like sex and violent. You know, get a little bit more on the violent side. This apparently is covering it. Because, you know, you have guns and ammo and you're shooting the place up. and But there's no high-tech weaponry because, like, you know, all of the high-tech gear has been EMP'd out of existence. Yeah. So, what else you got? That is it for uh, releases, but uh, we can go to reviews uh, since we're both PlayStation Plus members. Oh, okay. Every month we come, they come out with two new games at the beginning of every month or just for all month long, but generally at the beginning of the month. And we happen to download both these games to play, you know, and we can talk about them. Okay, sure. I wasn't planning on it, but all right. (laughs) We need a little more time. (laughs) Covered racks, okay? (laughs) Okay. So the two games is, of course, uh, King's Quest. And uh, the other game is uh, Gauntlet, the... uh... (laughs) Help me out here. You're the one bringing it to the table. (laughs) Um, All right, hold on. I forget the title. Um, well, it's definitely a Gauntlet game. Yeah, it's, Gauntlet is definitely the game. It, you, you, I'll talk about King's Quest. Yes. There you go. Go. If anybody who doesn't hasn't played King's Quest doesn't know anything about it. King's Quest is a was a I think a PC based game back in the uh, late eighties, early nineties, and they made like four or five of them uh, through the years. And what it is is a puzzle game, and it's the artwork is kind of reminiscent to. Um, I'm trying to think of a good. It's a more of a, a like a kind of like a Disney esque kind of uh, you know uh, uh, okay, well, cartoonish right. way of looking at the video game. Boy, I need to jump in and see. Yeah, okay. I do. <laughs> okay, first of all, it's a Gauntlet Slayer Edition. Slayer Edition, yes, okay. And the other one is uh, King's Quest. The reason why I'm saving you is because I don't know if you know the history of King's Quest. It used to be a Sierra game where you actually was one of those right. games where it would be like if you wanted something out of a tree, you actually had to type in the commands of like, look at tree, yeah, grab apple, kind of like that. And they kind of remodernized it for today's kind of controller-based controller, right. thing. The voice cast is really good because I don't know if you noticed, but it's Christopher Lloyd yes. playing the, 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 the older King. version of himself. Yes. So it, it starts off with in the very first King's Quest in Sierra – rescuing this mirror because it was like uh, whoever re- whoever gets this mirror becomes king of the king of the country back when video games were simple the plot line grab this mirror you become king yeah you know um so they kind of rehashed that very it's 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 an episodics yes it's an episodic kind of game where each game it maybe has like about an hour of gameplay maybe a little bit more maybe a little bit less depending on how your decisions base it but there's five chapters like um Anybody remember when I, I talked about The Wolf Among Us? Mm. That was five chapters by Telltale Games. They just came out. They just released the. They just released. They're doing a Batman game. Um, so I thought it was like, ooh, Telltale Games did a Batman game. Woo-hoo. Yeah. But again, uh, they also did the the award winning um, Walking Dead series, which again, it's five episodes. Usually, you, it's like thirty five dollars for the complete game. Mm. Bing bang boom. King's Quest is Sierra's version of that, where you pick. Your decisions based upon what you decide kind of projects how the game's going to play. Right. But this month, only the first chapter was free. 
So once you get done the first chapter, if you want to continue on the game, you've got to shell out. I think it's like $30 for the complete chapter, yeah. for the complete game. Um, I, I, to me, it was a nice it was a nice friendly walk down memory lane mm-hmm. because it was like, all right, I've played this game a million times. Like when I was when I was a kid, the King's Quest series, the King's Quest, the Space Quest series from Sierra, the Police Quest series from Sierra, and lead the Leisure Suit Larry um, like games from Sierra. Sierra games was kind of like the they were king of the of the video game of the world, the PC world, because their graphics were way ahead of their time. Yeah, it, you know, like I mean, you know, you were playing Target Twenty Six Hundred at that time, where it was all stick figures and. And like you know, like hard design, like uh, art, like that was just drawn, like with lines and dashes to make like a like a like those old eighty printer computer out those. Uh, yeah, everything uh, was like all block graphics. Yeah, um, yeah, and Sierra was kind of like the first ones to, for at least the computer world, uh, for PC gaming, had like depth and color range, and also they didn't. It was very they took a very comical look on things. It's got for the Police Quest series. Yeah. But Space Quest, you were a reluctant hero that's, you know, very... I mean, anybody who's played Leisure Suit Larry, it's about a guy, a schlub, who's trying to get laid. Yeah. And it never works out for him. <sighs> but in order to get laid, this girl would be like, okay, well, you know what I love? I love chocolate cupcakes. And then you would have to go try to get a cup, uh, a chocolate cupcake <laughs> to get laid. But in order to get this chocolate cupcake, you need to get the ingredients. And then you need to get the ingredients, and you start off here, and then... It's like, okay, well, you can get the chocolate from this candy store, but you have to get past the candy guy because you don't have any money. So you have to either outsmart him or get something that will distract him. It, it was like, it, they're like, that's kind of like how the King's Quest were, too. Yeah. What I liked about the King's Quest series was that you got to pick whether or not you wanted to be uh, like a thief, a fighter, or a magic user. Mm-hmm. Those were your three options. And depending on which one you picked, the story, the, the the hurdles you had to had to jump over throughout the course of the game, were geared towards that particular option that you made. Right. The guy was always like, "I want to be the thief, the rogue," and so instead of having to fight your way out of something, you had to outsmart the person, or at least look at your surroundings and go, "Oh, look!" Like if you were a hero, a fighter, and you were fighting somebody, it would just be hack and slash. But if you were a thief. Same character, but if you looked around the environment, you would see, like, say, coconuts hanging up from a tree. You had a bow and arrow. You could, you know, shoot the coconuts out of the tree and Mm -hmm. knock them out. If you were a magic user, then you just had a staff, a fireball staff. Yeah. And it was just basically fighting him that way. Um, And then again, of course, and then the space quests were just as funny because it took, it it spoofed all the space, the sci-fi genre up to that time in the 80s. Yeah. You know, the Battle of Galactica, the Star Wars, the Star Trek. Mm-hmm. It was all spoofy. Um, great series. So when they said they were re-redoing the King's Quest, I was like, oh, my God, this is great. Plus, it was also the very first computer game that I can remember. And as again, this is going back a long time. There was, I think, three King's, four King's, four King's Quest games. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end, like, and you didn't know that at the time. Like, you just had the first game. And after you got played done the first game, it asked you if you want to save your character. Yeah. And you're like, okay, fine. And I would save my character on onto a three and a half inch dra- flo- <laughs> you know, floppy. <laughs> because Going way back. <laughs> when the second one came out, like when you would load that character. You would load that character in, and it would it would remember your stats. It remembered the decisions that you made. It was the very first time any game ever really did that. Because mm-hmm. most of the time it's like, okay, well, once you're done, it's done it over. For me, it was one of those first 
like games that let your character evolve over the course of the storyline. And you were like, holy mackerel, this is pretty awesome. But the problem is, is that you had to wait like three to five years between each fucking game, it seemed like. So you needed to know where that disc was at all time. And it was during the time where like it it wasn't like, oh, there was no cloud. Right. There was no uh, DVR. There was no um, CD writer. Right. At the time, it was all just a floppy disk. And that floppy disk was a piece of film, a circled film. So if you scratched it in any way or if it got too much dust on it, Uh it was dead. It was dead. So that character that you spent hours playing and and saved for the next game, gone. Gone. It could have been gone. And then you have to start all over again. If you wanted to. If you wanted to. Or you had to play the new character in King's Quest 2 and 3 and 4 and 5. Oh, I remember... And I'm like, you could have just saved it on the hard drive, but back then, viruses were plenty. You can get, like, you, know, you can get a corrupted file. There was just so many things. So the safest thing, there was no flash drives because there was no USB ports. Right. It was all just floppy disks. You were just like, all right, here you go. And then you scan it, and then you put it off the side somewhere and hope to God that you don't lose that disk. It doesn't get dirty, doesn't get scratched, doesn't get broken. doesn't get overwritten on it because you had something else you wanted to save, you know, and you uh, ran out of disk, you know, you were working on a file. And and back then, it was like, okay, the kids don't know the struggles, Ed. Yeah. Uh, Now everything's on CDs, but back then, it would be like King's Quest, I think, was like five or six six of these three-and-a-half-inch floppy disks. And that was like 12. 12? Yeah. Uh, So you would actually have to put the first one in, type install, Wait, because it was slow. I don't even know how much memory is uh, on. Uh, 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 1.44 uh, megabytes. Okay. So now keep that in mind. One point, almost one and a half megabytes. Yeah. So five, 10, 12 disks, that's what? Uh, 12, 13 megs of information? It's, uh, it's like almost 16, 15. 15, 16 megs. Yeah. That is my Facebook runs that now. Yeah. If you know, at less than that, probably yes. at this point. But you had to pop in like once one disc was done. Insert disc number two, okay. Insert disc number three. God forbid if one and then if one I, of those discs were bad, you wouldn't know until the end, right? You'd be like, okay, well, here's the last disc. Pop it in. Oh, there was a runtime error or something. Yeah. Just, you're like, what? Or sometimes after you got through that, after you do all twelve discs, you'd be like, okay, now put disc one back in. You're like. Okay, and yeah. then it would be like, here's your game, and then something would crash. You're just like, the struggles we had as kids, Ed. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, so getting this game was actually kind of like, a, for me at least, was like a throwback to that. Like, oh, my yeah, God, I remember say, like when I, when I when I when I played both these games, because they were both throwbacks, really. I mean, you know. Like, well, yeah, Gauntlet, well, so, yeah. As a, as a throwback. But, yeah, playing King's Quest again, like, I remember, like, because I used to build my PCs. I didn't buy them. I, like, right. you know, I didn't go to a store and buy a PC. Like, I would go to uh, conventions, these computer conventions, and oh, buy God. every piece and put it all together and assemble yeah. it myself and, and, and install the operating system. So I'd do all that work. Because back then, I mean, like, now you can buy a PC for a fraction of the cost you would like to assemble it, and yeah. it would take you no time. And the thing is, is that, like, with nowadays technology, it's like it's you, you, you could save it on, like I said, like on the cloud or, you know, like like – on yeah. CD or DVD now. Or a you know, flash drive. Thumb your, drive. Or, yeah. Yeah. Not even that. Like at this point, you could probably have somebody out there right now probably has a USB drive on their, like a 16 gig thing on their key ring. I'm, I remember having a 20 gig, a 20 meg drive. 
hard drive. Ooh, fancy schmancy and, you. Yeah, like, like, like it was huge. Like, what are you going to do with 20 megs? You know, like, you know, and uh, people are like, you know, now they're laughing because it's like 20 megs. Like, that's on my phone. That's, <laughs> like, yeah. That's so they're a nothing. fraction of my phone, you know, like I can't even, yeah, fathom how small that is. And it's like, to us, it was huge back then. Yeah. The moment I remember with the first time they were like, oh, well, this game is two gigabytes. You're like, what? what? Two? Oh my God, this game's going to be awesome. Yeah. And it was, but looking back, the graphics were, like, shitty. Yeah. And the storylines were, like, eh. You know, you got sucked in because as a kid, you're just like, I don't, I don't care if this is glorious. Like, there's the first game that had 256 colors. Yeah. You know? That was big. It was huge. That was huge. And then you hear, like, the five years later, it's like, 1.4 million colors. And I'm like, is there 1.4 million of colors? <laughs> yes. It's like, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a good throwback, this game. And it was, you know, like I said, it's a very good, I mean, for free, you get five uh, parts to the first chapter. Yeah, you get the first chapter. And then you, if you like the game, you have, to, you have to buy the full game, which will unlock chapters two, two through five. Yeah. You know, um, now the Gauntlet one, I, I'm, you and I both were, were arcade kids. Yes. Back in the day, children, for those of you who are too young to remember, there were spots in the mall. Where you would go and you would play video games, not on your phone, but in an actual building. And, and, and let's let's reiterate that because there are still some arcades out there in in thing. There was no prizes, right? There you, was no you, prizes. You, you would go to these places like let's like playing PlayStation or or, or or Xbox One in this place with a bunch of other kids, teenagers, to go hang out for hours on end and play it, games. It was called socializing. Yes. You know, yeah, and. At one point, it was just quarters before they went to tokens. Yes, and it was called the Galaxy in, yeah. my, in our in our. Mind. I remember the Galaxy. It was the Galaxy. I spent many a day there. I spent many hours there, just days and days and days. And we never met each other once. We might have saw each <laughs> saw other. Saw never, never knew each other. Yeah, because you weren't you weren't there to socialize. You were there to play video games. You, you know, you were people were people went to these places because back then, of course, you had Atari. You had ColecoVision and television. Yeah. Some of those games were in the arcades, and those are the games you would buy, play, beat at home, and then go off and show off to everybody uh, see, else. I never did that. Never did that? Never did that. I, I know a couple kids that used to do that. They would buy these games, and then they would go to, you know, because Nintendo had a console or a, uh, 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 what well, do you call it? Well, for me, it was like you got to play Super Mario Brothers before there was it was on the console. Yeah. Donkey Kong before it was on a console. I never was one of those people who, like, I, to me, it was like, why have Pac-Man at home when I can go out and get it? Get it, right. You know, like, for me, the arcade was a place where I played a lot of pinball. You can't play pinball. In a, you know, you can play video pinball, but they actually... It's not had, the same. Right, you had real pinball machines where you shook and, you know... You could tilt it. And you it could is. tilt them. You had that. It was the only place you could play the Star Wars game where you sat down. It was the kind of like the wired mesh looking uh characters yeah it was the only place you could play that for me um and it was also a place to pick up chicks you know for me at least i mean honestly it was 
Even if, I never thought of that because yeah, I always I always remember there like a lot of times it would go and it was like like because it was it was really when the start like like when uh, Street Fighter came out <clears throat> Street Fighter Two and all those kind of combat yes. games came out where they were fighting one on one and that's how you would play like one guy would start playing and he would play all day long right. and then you put the your quarter up like you're next right you know that was the way to do it like you would go up and put your quarter up so you'd be next so he would play somebody beat him you put that quarter up he would be done and if you were the your only quarter was there because there could be there could have been a line right, of quarters yeah, yeah. The, along the screen that they, they, they would think the next one would put it in and they would fight the guy and of course if he lost the other guy would be the king now of the right. machine and then the other guys would have to play him you know it yeah. was like a, so it was like a back and forth battle you would play against two people but i remember i always remember like certain things about going in there because they would try different things to keep those arcades alive like well, they were trying to do like different things when like when Atari came out with their 5200 and Nintendo finally came out with their systems they were trying different act thing there was a boxing game where there was these two handles yeah like that version of punch out where you where you your your those handles were the boxing gloves right yeah and i remember going with with our friend of the show Dave Sipon and he wore these tight shirts cuz he always had these like t-shirts that were like kid t-shirts right. you know like i think but they were really tight these shorts that never matched, like in okay. color, black socks and sneakers. Okay, you know, and he would have on a plastic bag. Now, 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 I know why you guys never went there to pick up girls. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> he had it because we would go, we would go hang out in the mall and buy something like you know Sam Goody, you know, pick up the latest. Oh, Sam Goody, yeah, right, yeah. And then he'd have a plastic bag like a little lady on his arm because he didn't want to lose it because right. you know if he was running around video games, right. he wanted to put it down and then. Right. Forget it. So he'd have it on his arm. So I'm like, I'm trying try not to embarrass me here. You know, like I know some guys here. You know, or, you know, <laughs> we're on a competition kind of level. He's oh, punch out. Now he's swinging, and that bag's flying everywhere on his uh-huh. arm because he didn't take it off because he didn't right. lose it. So he's swinging. You the never, machine you is never offered to hold it. No, <laughs> no, so because friend. because I don't want to see what the freak in the black socks and sneakers. Because then, all of a sudden, like, he would be pushing the machine because that's how hard he was swinging. Right, because the he's machine a... wasn't stable. No. Yeah. So he's, like, pushing it back. Like, a couple of people are actually holding the machine up. And then, all of a sudden, a crowd of people stood around him, like, looking at him, playing this game. And I just kind of... <laughs> you faded into the background going, I don't know. Are, are these guys cheering him or are they just looking at the They're freak? laughing at him is really what oh, it is. They're okay. kind of cheering and laughing at him at the They're same like, time. like, yeah, you could do it. But really, kind of, you can see it in their eyes just going... Dude, look at this freak. No, you can do it. You <laughs> Exactly. Can. It's like watching Waterboy for the first time. You can do it, boxing kid. I, see, <laughs> see, for me, like also for me, the, the arcades to me had the more advanced technology than the home video game. Because while Atari had well, the this like I said, this, graphics, this is this is this is around the time like when Nintendo Entertainment System first came out. Right. And it was like the most revolutionary system at that right. time. Right, everyone was kind of going, "Oh, I can play these video games at home." Yeah, I still went to the arcade. So did I. I mean, you know, because it was it was the it was the camaraderie of playing against people. <laughs> you and I had two entirely different kids. Exactly. That's why we never really saw each other. Probably, probably, why, probably why you were you're like, "Hey, baby, how's it going?" That's uh, exactly uh, what I was doing. You playing football there? Want to want to get a couple extra balls in? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, I would go with my friend, and we would have like a roll of quarters and gauntlet to go back to the video game yeah. that came out. Gauntlet was the kind of game where it'd be like, "Here's a here's a roll of twenty dollars right. and quarters." We would put it all into that into that machine because. 
Gauntlet was one of the very few games where as much money you put in was how long your health lasts. Yeah. And, of course, there was health in the game, but it, it, it was like when you played it, your health ticked down. So, like, if you, like, for every second, you're, you would lose health. Well, there was there was two different versions of Gauntlet. There's that. Well, I was looking at the original, original, original where you you and four people are standing around this thing. Well, they were both they were both four player right. games, but then they re- they revised it where you didn't have a time limit of your health going down to that zero. Was Gauntlet too. And that that was more of like it was just a barrage of of monsters that kept coming at you. Like it was just like four against a thousand. Well, yeah, well, that's kind of how Gauntlet and it was, one was. What yeah. we called a quarter eater because you basically would die a lot because it was yeah. like you would you play for a long time and then all of a sudden you would die and then you know you you your friends are like come on like I need we need all four people to finish this game. Right, you be the elf, you be the magic user, you be the Valkyrie. Yeah, that was magic user, elf, Valkyrie, and warrior. Warrior. Yeah, it was those four. And um, I remember, like, just going in, because every, every quarter gave you 500 health. Yeah. And in the one that we played, because it was the original, where I was like, okay, well, you have maybe, like, 500 seconds, yeah. which is not bad. Like, I think five, ten minutes, maybe at most. I don't know. I don't, like, I'm not good at math. Yeah. <laughs> right now, someone's going, well, 600 minutes, and there's 60 minutes, 60 seconds in a minute. You got... Ten you, minutes. Ten minutes. So, <laughs> you figure seven minutes of playing this game. Yeah. Now... But the more so, like the more quarters you'd pop in, the longer you could play because it's always ticking down. So you could actually have be playing for like an hour if you put enough quarters in. Yeah. And then once it's done, it's done. Or like you know, once you're because um, it wasn't any like where you had four lives. It was however until your health reached zero. Right. It wasn't really until the till the home market where games ended. Right. There, a lot of those games we played never ended. the The only thing that was the the back then in the day was there was a thing called kill screens. Where the right. game would, like, you would get to a certain point where you would constantly play it if you were really good enough, where it would just die on you because right, was, there was not enough levels that they just couldn't replicate. Or, or because they didn't program it to go beyond 9,999,999. Yeah. Or 900,900. Like, if you hit a million, it was the machine just died on you. Right. The it, screen it, went crazy. It was called a kill screen. Right. Because, and you couldn't do anything with it. You had to reset the. The, uh... Right, it just shut down because there was no. It didn't. It never accounted for any number after that original number. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like I went. To, I went there with my friend, and we would play pinball, and we played some of those games. It's like some um, Street Fighter. You know, obviously, um, I wasn't really big in the Mario Brothers. I was more into pinball because you know it was. It really was the one game that you didn't have at your house because video pinball is not the same. Like, no. So you would, I would actually, I remember like the Spy Hunter video, you know, pinball machine, the Star Wars pinball machine, Twilight Zone, like, you know, and then of course, because it was at the mall and it's the 80s, it was a hangout for people to hook up at. Yeah. So for me, it was, I'm going to go get some pinball in and scope out the chicks and then eventually try to walk, you know, and it was also a place where my friends and I would kill time because across the street was the Orleans. Yeah. So we would kill time there. We'd be like, okay, well, the movie starts at 7. We'll all get there, like, around. We'll all meet at the Galaxy around 5, get some video game in, and then get to the movies before the movie starts. Like, that's kind of, it was, there was this top-down game. I can never remember the name of the game. It was me, my friends Mark, my friend Kim, my friend Rob, and the four of us would stand around because it was a a top-down machine, Mm -hmm. and it was a racing machine. And there was four of us, four cars, and we would just, for hours on end, just drive this track. It was, it was a Grand Prix racer. It was a Grand Prix racer. Yeah. Okay. 
So we would play this. It was one. the it was the like four rat black tires and a and a tri like a yeah. And then every once in a while you'd say, "Oh, look, there's an engine." You run over to the engine, yeah. and then you get like that's how you would build up um, the power ups. Yes, like oh, you ran over that engine, so now you have an engine too. Right, and it was just the same like you just kept going around and around yeah. in a in a. In a almost a circle-ish, but had, like, more turns yeah. and curves to it. Yeah. And they had, like, different levels of those racetracks. It was, like, you know, like, five or six different racetracks yeah. that you would just go around and around. Hours. Hours of end. It was just... And that's what we did. And then during that time, like, if I was out, I'd be like, all right, well, let me go... I would walk around and go see the girls playing, try to talk to them. Like, yeah, to me, it was, it was a hangout place to pick up chicks. You know, because, again, I'm a healthy young male at the time. No, so I so having I was born playing games. I was I, I'm more into gaming than anything else. The time. Right now, everyone's going, "Wow, we can see completely two different people there." Yeah, you know, one was too busy trying to get laid, the other one was too busy trying to get a high score. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is funny considering the fact that I am now more as an adult a video game person than, than ever. Yeah, you know, because it's it's that time killer, and I'm still bad at them. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of trying to get laid, you should have got to high school. That's right. I should have been practicing my walk, 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 walk on Pac-Man, <laughs> then on ladies. Oh, Sean. That's right. That's right. This mouth. So, yeah, I mean, I kind of like to play the gauntlet, the the, the Slayer edition, It's it's a it's kind of like the original Gauntlet and Gauntlet 2, and they've done other home versions of Gauntlet mm. that, to me, never really felt fun. Yeah. And this one's fun. Um, they also added for, like, I think for $5, if you want, you can buy the Necromancer character. You know, because uh. there is, like, a fifth character now that you could buy. Yeah. To play in this game. And there's... I do get a feeling there's a, there's an end to this one because you, your characters meet this guy, and he's like, hey, no one's ever got these four keys, so... Yeah, go at it. Right, because there was really no, there was really, there was no storyline in these yeah. the Gauntlet series. It was just was, get a high score. Yeah, it was just who could get the highest score, who yeah. you could laugh at. There, you know? there was the high score for the elf, high score for all the four characters they had their own individual high score. So it was like who could be the high? Like I may have gotten the high score for the elf, but my friend didn't get the high score for the Valkyrie. Right, you know, just like you know, but this game it looked it looked like fun, and I was enjoying it. Yeah. I don't know. It's not to me. It's not one of those games where I'm always going to be playing it. Right. But I also did like too that you can actually join like a, a network and you can actually play with four other people. Yeah. So I'd be like, all right, I can jump in a game and be like, Elf needs food badly. <laughs> Valkyrie's in trouble. <laughs> Hero is about to die. Ah, uh, memories. <laughs> Magic user needs more health. <laughs> yeah. Don't shoot the food. <laughs> <laughs> don't shoot the food. I can shoot what I want, goddamn! Hey, look, I'm sorry. When you got a massive monsters coming at you, and you're trying to hit the little respawning tower that they're out of, so every once in a while, a stray arrow goes out of the way. <laughs> you know, it just happens. It just happens. Or if you shoot a potion, it goes off. You're like, no <laughs> shot potion. Don't shoot the potion. You're like, ugh. And then death would follow you, and you can you. They say you can never kill death, but you could. Yeah. If you really like, if it was empty, and it was, and everyone just jumped on him. Yeah. You know that that. That's you hitting the button and shooting. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you just see the the death dies. You're like, yeah, <laughs> let's keep going. How many keys you got? I got one key. Okay. Well, then you have to open this door because I don't have any keys. Because <laughs> yeah. it was, 
even though you were all doing your own character, you're still working together as a team. Yeah. So if I picked up the key and you didn't, I could only open the door. Yeah. Unless I died and then there'd be a big pile of gold and you'd see the key, key and on top, you could right? run over and grab the key, key and then open the door. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely like, don't die, don't die, don't die. You got a magic? Come on, dude, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Like, we're almost at that food. Because when you hit the food, like, even though that one quarter gave you 500 health, whenever you ate food, it gave you more health. Yeah. So there was no, like, tapping out of 500. It's like you could have 500 plus if you ate food. Or, of course, when you die, when you lose health, eating the food replenishes. it. So there are moments in that game where you're just like, can we just get through these? You tap, 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 and there's a, a swarm of skeletons or mummies or magic users coming at you, and all you need to do is cut a path through them to get to the food on the other side. You save that magic potion, because once you hit the magic potion, everything on the board disappears. Yeah, that's right. Ugh. Even the food. No. You ever had the food disappear? It never? was No, never had, never had the food disappear. I remember the food yeah, disappear. Maybe you shot the food way more often than you I thought you did. That's right, yeah. Because that, to me, was the only way the food would disappear is if you shot it. Yeah. Which is weird because you're like, okay, it's a turkey. If I shot an arrow into it, it would just have a turkey with an arrow sticking out of it. It wouldn't disappear. Right. But all right, whatever. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I mean, uh, you got anything else to add there, Ed? That is it. All right. That is it. We, you know, we've talked about everything, I think. And uh, say so we take a break, come on back, and do some new news. Sure thing. We'll be right back, folks. Welcome back, everybody. Um, I forgot to bring this to the show. Yeah. I posted something on my Facebook page. Now, I know we do the radio show. I know how you know I talked you into way back when I talked you into going to this voiceover at class, right? Yes. I think I have our next move, Ed. Really? Yes. It's online. Uh-huh. And I think it's like only $90 for five hours. <laughs> five hours, right? right? Ready? You'll never guess who our teacher will be, right? Yeah, Ready? Never Ready? I will play it for you. My favorite thing to do, uh, starting very early on, was to do impressions. Oh, we know how you got this job. Jack would uh, uh, he'd, uh, he'd interrupt himself. You know, that's a touch it to it. Because there's a quality he has. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> if I could make my mother laugh, that's literally where it started for me. The reason I am doing this series, discussions, scene work, one-on-one conversation about Kevin Spacey. craft ah. act. If you've done well in business, it's your obligation to send the elevator back down. Go farther, go farther, go farther. Keep it up, keep it up. That kind of mentorship, when someone says something to you at exactly the right moment that you need to hear. It feels like the only stakes are, will you get emotional at the end? Keep in that mode. Sit on your hand. Engage in the craft. Put everything on cards. Read a great classic play. Go Netflix on extraordinary Spencer Tracy movie. <laughs> People are paying to see the top of your head. Stand up like this. I tell you that story because it's a focus puller. You gave me a great direction. The craft of acting is to step into someone else's shoes, someone else's ideas, to look at something in a mirror and not see ourselves, and not feel weird, but feel free. Hi, I'm Kevin Spacey, and welcome to my master class. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Get to learn. Does he need money? <laughs> no, actually, you know what? I, I looked into it. Because, you know me, I'm goofy that way. Yes. 
I wanted to see how much, like, like what's involved? Is it going to be like you in a classroom full of other people and you're all acting, you know? But one that wants to be, it's like a video set. Yeah. Um, it's like five class, like uh, five hours. Yeah. And it's just basically him teaching you the finer points of acting. Yeah. And and I, you know, and, but he's not the only one. Like, um, Vanessa, um, tennis player. What's your name? Venus, Venus Williams. Williams. She did a master's class too on how to be a better te- tennis player. Yeah, like I found it kind of, and like he just said, you know, like if when you he's won two Oscars, so now it's time to give back, kind of like to teach the next wave of people to how to act or how tips on better acting. I guess you can kind of put it that way. <laughs> and you're laughing at me, going, "We're not actors, <laughs> we're two idiots, <laughs> two idiots on the radio." Well, I'm just laughing at the whole like ninety five dollars a pop, like uh... ninety bucks for five hours to get to, you know to be taught by Kevin Spacey. <laughs> I mean, think about that just for a moment. <laughs> That's great to take that. <laughs> and I did. And I went, wait, <laughs> let me think about it. Eyes went up to the roof, <laughs> looking at the ceiling, going, hmm, is that worth Kevin Spacey teaching me five, five hours about acting? I mean, if you were like, let's say if we were theater majors, maybe, and we were in like high school or, or like in college, maybe, yeah, yeah, and we were like in a in a theatrical theater troupe, yeah, I mean, you know what, ninety bucks is not bad. I, I think. I mean, yeah, if you're a struggling actor, you have no, you don't have ninety dollars. You're still busy trying to pay rent. <laughs> you're still eating ramen noodles out of a cup, going, oh, I just need that one big gig. <laughs> Would you like fries with that? <laughs> you know? I'm a struggling podcast. You're a struggling podcaster. <laughs> All we need is a five-hour masterclass on other podcasters. <laughs> yeah, if Kevin Smith did, it, be like, I'm in. <laughs> Teach you the fine points of laughing. <laughs> laughing at your friends. First I do is I get really, really high. And then we turn on the mics. And then we talk about stuff. And then people laugh. And because of Kevin Smith, I automatically have a following. Yes. But I believe in everybody else should have their own stuff to do. So just go out and podcast. It doesn't matter if you're famous or not. Just as long as you have stuff to talk about. Everyone's a a content generator. See? (laughs) I've already taken this class, Ed. (laughs) How much it cost you? Nothing. Exactly. It cost me nothing except my time. And my time is very valuable. (laughs) So in essence, he should pay me. <laughs> when when I see a check from Kevin Smith to you, <laughs> <laughs> well, how much you get paid? Thirty seven dollars. Your time's only worth thirty seven dollars, dude. It's the joke. Come on, it's a real check. Thirty seven dollars. Kevin Smith's name on it. He paid me to listen to his podcast. <laughs> he paid me. See, that'd be worth it. <laughs> Every time you saw a Kevin Spacey movie, you got a check. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, I thought if, I found it fascinating. Like, it's one of those like, wow, like, I wonder like ninety dollars. Because saying there wasn't really a Kevin. I can't think of any crappy Sp- Kevin Spacey films that you, you know you right. think about. It, you're like, I'm sure he's got some. Yeah. You know. <laughs> now I'm gonna be looking for Kevin Spacey stinkers. <laughs> <laughs> That should be a new segment of the show. Kevin Spacey's Thinkers. I found this movie. It was horrible. Here you go. Here's our review. I wasn't a fan of K-Pax, where he was the alien. Oh, right. right. <laughs> was he the alien, or was it... Uh, uh, Kurt Russell? Not Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell? No, it was... <laughs> Son of a bitch, Ed. I was trying so hard to avoid going doing this. God damn it. 
It was uh, the guy from from Tron and from uh, uh, Tucker, The Man in His Dream, and uh, <laughs> I was trying to think of other movies he was in. <laughs> Jeff Bridges? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Um, no, I, I thought Kevin Spacey was more... I thought he was the like uh, psychiatrist or the maybe the family he was going to is the father figure. It's All been right. a long time since I've seen K-Fax. So. I thought he... he Kevin was the the alien and Bridges was the doctor. I mean, um, Brad Bridges was like the Starman thing. Yeah, he kind of like replayed there where he's an alien again, and Kevin Spacey is the is the is the is the dude. Oh come on, how far back do I got to go? Two thousand and one. He was Pratt. He was the alien. Oh okay. So yeah, here it is. Uh, was Jeff Bridges in that? Jeff one? Bridges was, was in it. it. Okay. He was the alien and Jeff Bridges. So you were right. I was wrong. Okay. Yeah, Jeff Bridges was. Uh, <laughs> Because Jeff Bridges is out there, so right, <laughs> that's his role. Yeah, Kevin Spacey was Pratt, and Jeff Bridges was Doctor Mark Powell. There you go. See? Oh no, Jeff Bridges was a doctor. Yeah, Jeff Bridges was. Yeah, a doctor. no, I had it wrong. I, I said Jeff Bridges was the alien. I thought I did too. And no, you said Kevin Spacey was the alien. You were, oh, you okay. were right. <laughs> you were right, moron. You confused me, Ed. Apparently that's not that hard. Your Jedi mind powers were like, I was like, rewind that tape. (laughs) (laughs) I think I could have got away with that. (laughs) You probably could have because I was like, no, you were right, Eddie. He wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) All we needed was someone to go duck season. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, end scene. <laughs> he in two thousand. Okay, we're gonna have to go see this movie. Uh, Elvis and Nixon, two thousand sixteen. Spacey plays Richard Nixon. Please tell me there's a trailer. I need a trailer for this. Please, is there a trailer? Oh, come on, come on, come on. Let's see. I gotta. Oh, you son of a bitch, kill me. Let's see. Elvis, Elvis. <laughs> really, you're gonna look that up now. Nixon. Are we recording the ending? Nixon. Of trailer. Part two. There's you're a. There's yes, a tra- he is. There's a yes, yes, he is. There we yeah, go. Yeah, there we ready? There's a logo. On December 21st, 1970, the world's two greatest recording artists met for the first time. <laughs> it's gotta be a comedy already. <laughs> 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 there's a big shake. Here you go. I'll spin it around too. We're shaking hands. <laughs> the infamous picture. Elvis and Nixon. <laughs> it's just a teaser. <laughs> Shannon, Spacey, Pettifer, Knoxville. <laughs> Elvis and Nixon movie.com. Oh, we're oh. so going there during break. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Two recording artists. <laughs> yeah. That's what threw me off. I'm like, wait, what? Uh, Nixon have an album I don't know about? Took you a little bit, huh? It's got to be a comedy. i got to dig this up now. <laughs> Nixon sings the hits. Oh, oh. sings it. Nobody knows the trouble I seen. <laughs> Nobody knows my sorrow. I am not a crowd. A little less crowd rotation, though, at rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of yours, Elvis. I ain't nothing but a hound dog crying all the time. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Nixon. I appreciate all the support you gave me. 
in this badge. I will crack down on all the drug use out there in America. Oh, yo, yo. So I can smoke it myself. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, where's your shit? I got to take a dump. The king's got to use the crown, if you know what I'm saying. The king's got to use the throne, if you know what I'm saying. You knew what I was saying, Nixon. Now, pour, uh, now put me to your grandpa. me. <laughs> These long-haired hippie rockers. Uh, put me to the shit up. Elvis has got to make another movement. Yo, yo. You heard of my 69 comeback? This is my 1972 comeback. Gotta leave some corn in your toilet. Yo, yo. Some peanut butter banana sandwiches. <sighs> my mama knows how to make those peanut butter banana sandwiches. But boy, with my new diet, whew, it's a big sign. Tough cane that taking that poop. <laughs> it's like the Plato Fun Factory out there. <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> Only thing that gets me going is hearing hear, 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 hear the toilet. Every time you leave me true, let this poop get out of my bed. You say it, Elvis. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. There's another gold record for you. <laughs> Elvis dropping a deuce in the White House. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Yo, <laughs> We'll make him part of the tour. Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> no, 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 no. Gotta add that. That yeah, makes the song special. I'm Elvis. <laughs> you know it's bad impersonation when the person has to say who they are. <laughs> it's me, Elvis. Who are you all? Either that or I'm Jenny Bravo. <laughs> oh, mama. <laughs> 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 what are we doing? We're doing uh, uh, part one. Part we're doing the opening of part two. No, we're doing the ending. We're doing the ending of part two. <laughs> I, I guess don't know we anymore. Are. All right. Wait, you know what? Well, I, I can check it real quick. I can check it real, real quick. <laughs> Everyone's like, we're oh. doing the ending of part two. Right now, everyone who's listening is going, "Oh my god, these guys are morons." <laughs> I need to hear more of them. <laughs> so, if you want to hear more of us, and you want to hear us live. You can do so on Sunday nights from 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. And don't forget. I love that perfect segue, wasn't it? Yeah. If you want to listen to our Facebook page, if you want to listen to our Facebook page, you know, just click on the button and have Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <clears throat> but if you want to go to Facebook and view what we're doing. You can on go to just Geeksters Radio and hit the like button while you're at it. Or you can follow us on Instagram at Geeksters Radio. <laughs> Geeksters Radio or Twitter at Geeksters. And if you want, tell your friends to go to the About page on our Facebook page and go so they can tell you where they can get their own version of the podcast or their own copy, whatever. <laughs> or you can go to you can go to wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes. Or if you're a Google user, you can download any podcast app, search for Geeksters, and we'll be there for you in that app. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at id at wordswithgeeks.com. And Sean just farted out a banana and peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> but if you want to contact Sean on anything you want to talk about, you can contact Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And we'll see you in part three where we give you the news. <laughs> That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.